a man in a wig was detained after throwing a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa. Did she eat it? <laughs> and when they rubbed the cake away, her smile was a little more full. <laughs> <laughs> and her belly was a little more full. <laughs> and it was her birthday after all. <laughs> national treasure shit <laughs> you gotta throw cake at the mo- it activates some paint things <laughs> and <then laughs> it will arguably say yum yum thanks for the cake and then the yeah the wall opens up similar to harry uh, potter style stuff exactly you, know? you have to try but this guy threw the wrong cake and it didn't activate and right. that's why oh, he's in jail now man. yeah mona lisa's a yeah. big fan of funfetti i didn't know <laughs> if you knew that <laughs> Okay, you know how in Harry Potter they run at that wall to get to the place because no one's going to run at a wall, so that's how they get it muggle-proof? What if the Illuminati or whatever just have it, uh, like, at the Mona Lisa? Because who's going to run headfirst at the Mona Lisa? Mm. And this guy was just trying to throw cake into the other dimension. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's like, oh, shit, you forgot your cake, you know? (laughs) Yeah, he saw someone run in there. Yeah, hey, cake. <laughs> you bought this cake, sir. Cake. <laughs> He's running through the museum with a box of cake, frantically trying to chase after you this man. You paid $30 for it. this cake, sir. I can't <laughs> let you leave without it. <laughs> and he sees him go through the wall and he's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And he had to do it. It was $30 cake, you know. So was the painting okay? Ah, uh, yeah, it's fine. You just a quick wipe down. Yeah, they wiped it down, gave it a new frame, and apparently the frame's nicer than the one before, so... I wonder why the guy chose cake. Because <laughs> the guy who ran through the wall bought That's his just, cake, and he needed yeah. to give it to him. Zach, it's like you haven't jo- been here jo- Jokes aside. Jokes aside. <laughs> what a, what yeah, a, oh, jokes, you can leave the room. You, you want, like, so you want to make the news, but you don't want to go down in history as the man who destroyed the most iconic painting in the world. Mm-hmm. So you choose, like, this weird gray area... That involves cake. <laughs> Boom. I think you might have figured it out. Yeah, it could be cleaned off. Like, if he threw paint on the Mona Lisa, yeah. it'd be a different story. You'd go down in if history. If you ask me, it seems like maybe a political statement about, like, this painting getting more, you know, uh, more praise than, you know, the local cape shop where he works. <laughs> <laughs> My cakes are better art than this. <laughs> Welcome back to Anime Not Be For Everyone. Woo! My name is Brody freaking Morden. Back at it to tell you another fun story. Um, and that's what I'm going to do. That, that, you can try to stop me. But I'm going to do it. <laughs> Somebody's fucking stop him. <laughs> <laughs> He'll Hold do me it. back. Hold me back. I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> His words are coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> Someone muzzle that bastard. <laughs> Somebody throw cake at this podcast. It's too art. <laughs> so I guess I know which intro we're going with. Yep. <laughs> My name is Caleb Morden, and I don't like anime, but guess what I do like? And what Brody actually hates, and we just established this. Oh my god. It's Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I know everybody's got their Christmas earmuffs on, and they're ready to cozy up near the fire and build a snowman <laughs> in their living room, and... 
you know, yeah. and just have a good time popping those advent calendars every day. And yeah, yeah, you know, we're going to bring that Christmas joy to you today. When Uncle Jim makes inappropriate comments about how well you're going at that candy cane. <laughs> Christmas, you know? That's Christmas time, baby. <laughs> when you open up your stocking and you get a year's supply of toothpaste because your parents don't think that you'll brush your teeth if it didn't come from Santa Claus, <laughs> that's Christmas, baby. Actually, I noticed that a lot about uh, Christmases with you growing up, Caleb, seeing us were cousins. Your uh, your family would almost give you solely hygiene products for Christmas. <laughs> and I always thought that was strange. They were like, hey, here's some more bathing equipment, Caleb. And they would, like beforehand they'd be like okay when we give Caleb his gifts everyone stare so he gets it but Brody it twisted because now I love baths so well, like there you go there's mm-hmm. joy in those Christmas gifts you know but you don't <laughs> like Pokemon and that's where I you don't you got lost little sheep instead of getting Pokemon red and blue I got axe body spray <laughs> red and blue because <laughs> I stunk bro <laughs> he stunk he stunk so freaking uh, right now, now he smells great. I, I want to just make that abundantly oh, yeah. clear. He's a good smelling man. Oh, yeah. But back in the day, he fucking smelled so bad. It smelled so bad going around him. He was like, fuck, no. Santa Claus, again? Santa Claus oh made God. sure that I smelled okay for at least the next couple months after Christmas. So January to February was the time you wanted to be around me. <laughs> and I'm Zach. I really like Christmas because it reminds me that no one cares about my birthday. wait when's that (laughs) when is your birthday it's like right after christmas i guess i'll see you for the new year's eve party because it'll be over (laughs) zach what was your favorite christmas present growing up (laughs) it would probably have to be when i got the wii and i was so hyped I sat alone in my basement playing Wii Sports for like a month straight. (laughs) Sorry, monsieur. Um, Did you play Wii Sports by yourself, my man? Yep. He used two Wiimotes in the tennis mode and just started (laughs) slapping it back and forth between himself. Did your your Wii not come with two remotes? Didn't come with any friends. Did did your Wii make you lose your brother? (laughs) My brother was a shithead for a very long time. (laughs) And you know, okay, he's a shithead. I get that. I get that. But you didn't want to smoke him in some bowling or tennis? No. Show him his place? No. Um, Zach, I just, I I want to give you a virtual hug. Not a real one, but like a virtual one. Yeah. Can't risk you getting hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love it. All right. That's our Christmas quota until the game. So if you guys came for your Christmas stuff, there it is. And let's leave Christmas at the door and let's, let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> knock, yeah, knock, knock. Yeah. Meow. Oh, there's anime in the door. Wow. <laughs> Come on in, anime. Go Not get me. out of here, Christmas. <laughs> All right. Awesome. And thank you for joining us, anime. What do you have for us today, anime? Um, I have girls drawn way too pretty and guys that are confident but not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have really big eyes and facial expressions that show up as symbols. <laughs> Good, I'm anime. Good luck seeing my nose, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm glad it didn't get too bad. <laughs> there was, there was a, a road we could walk, and it was all right. I Are think. there tentacles okay, over uh, there? <laughs> 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 all 
right. I love tentacles. Thanks, Brody, for reminding me. <laughs> Caleb. I, I'm anime. <laughs> Caleb, could you uh, remind us what happened the first season of uh, The Devil as a Part-Timer? <gasps> nice. We're coming back. I fucking love this one. I believe... Is it Devil... We said this different the ways. Devil is time. a part... Is it Devil is... Or devil as the devil is, but he is he is as a part timer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think both work, my man. It's just uh, yeah. the devil might it's be devil a part timer. I think he a is. Part-timer. Yeah, okay. But I might say devil as a part timer sometimes, just because I feel like it. Just say it fast enough, and nobody will call you on it. Devil's a part timer. <laughs> Deviler. Yeah, let's just call it Deviler. That really shortens it up. Really, quite. the Deviler. The Deviler. Uh, <laughs> All right. So I, I re-listened to our first episode, and I have a rough understanding of this show. There's this a world called Anti-Isla, and there's it's like a magical world where there's a battle between light and dark, demons versus angels, or demons versus holy warriors and stuff. And there's a, a the devil, the uh. literal devil is there, and he's fighting this band of merry men who've got magical swords and stuff, and then all of a sudden... They get teleported to our world. <gasps> They're in Japan now, I guess. That's pretty rad, I guess. Meow. And then they try to use some of their magic. No more magic. The devil oh. devil kind of like shrinks down from his demon bod into a boy. A 17-year-old kind of boy. Is this a synopsis for 17 again? <laughs> <laughs> but Zac Efron is the devil. You yeah. stare too hard into his eyes, things happen. That that's literally the promo tag is Zach Efron is the devil. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, Satan and his right hand man are there. They're both humans now, but they're dressed all weird. They get arrested by the cops because I guess they're dressed funny. Huh. And the they, <laughs> the, the guy uses a little bit of magic, the devil. He uses some magic to brainwash the cop into giving him some money so that they can go get an apartment and live together in Japan. That and, But that was the last of his magic. He doesn't feel no mm. magic no more. So what do you do? How do you make money? Of course, you go you go to McDonald's. <laughs> in, uh, sorry. In this, in this. Yeah, it's McDonald's. Ew. Yeah. And also he changes his name to Sadao Mao. Uh, quicker recap, he has a bit of a flirt mance with a co-worker named Chio. Chio. But Sadao is like, or Mao, I don't know what to call him. Sadao Mao. I call him Mao. Mao. He, yeah. uh, he, he's like super into his job. He like, all he wants to do is make good burgers, make good money, and that's everything. Oh, also he has a sick bike. Calls it dual hand. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about dual hand from first season. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, one day he's walking home from work. It's real rainy. There's a lonely little girl, not little girl, but a lonely woman out in the rain. She's looking all wet and gross. Oh. And so he hands her his umbrella. And then it turns out that was his arch enemy, who's Amelia. She was the leader of the, the band of merry men who was hunting him down. She's a half angel, half human, but she doesn't have magic anymore either. Uh, there starts to be some earthquakes in the city, and there's panic ensuing from that, and the building falls on Sadao while he's on a date with Chio, and he rages out into a monster form, and, you know, somehow he's got magic in that moment. Turns out that there's bad guys in this world, too. You got Lucifer, which is a different guy than Satan. He's a demon, I guess, who's there. 
and uh, he's teaming up with a mage that was in Amelia's group named Olba, and they're causing earthquakes to cause chaos everywhere, and you find out that fear energy is converted into magic. So Satan, or Sadao Mao, I guess, uh, rips Lucifer a, a new one I have written here. <laughs> And he kind of makes him into his his little helper boy instead. So he becomes part of the crew. Now it's three boys living in an apartment together. (laughs) Three boys living in an apartment, sleeping far away because they're not gay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Amelia and Satan get captured and tortured. They find out that there's a big bat. Olba's still out there. He's getting his magic from the moon. But Lucifer and Satan team up and destroy Olba in an epic battle. And eventually, Amelia starts to trust Sadao Mao, and she gives him an umbrella in the rain, and it's real cute. And there's no more threats, and Sadao Mao is running his McDonald's, and all is good in the world. Nice. Or is it? (gasps) So, the season starts off with everyone just, like, having their day-to-day normal life. They're working on McDonald's still, and everything seems pretty normal. On Mao's walk home, uh, he hears some screaming at the apartment, so he rushes over, and there's a cockroach. For some reason, these men are terrified of bugs or whatever, and Aren't everyone's you, just, like, freaking out. Uh, to an extent, not to the extent that they were freaking out. <laughs> Anyways, they the, the bug gets squashed, and a portal opens up above them. Like, whoa, and a big apple falls out of the ground, a big golden apple. And they're looking at this thing like, where did this thing come from? Probably from the portal. <laughs> oh, you mean like, what was the other side of the portal? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Kind okay. of. Yeah. yeah. I'm not thinking with portals, Brody. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Portal opens up. Apple falls out. Apple turns into little girl wearing a uh, yellow apple colored dress sorry what yellow what? apple color <laughs> like there you know there's there's green apples red apples yellow apples like you can have don't, a wouldn't you just call that apples. a yellow dress well it was well it was a gold apple i don't know what to tell you i'm trying to like i'm trying to like merge the two anyways it yellow becomes a little girl color. with a yellow dress <laughs> whatever okay the apple becomes a little girl and they're like whoa what the frick um where are your parents and she's all like, my dad was a tree, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but a no, yellow apple yeah. tree. <laughs> she starts pointing at Mao and says, daddy. Ooh. And Mao's like, I've never seen you before. Mao. I've never like, had sex before. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I-, I got this covered. If I'm your daddy, who's the mother? And she points at Amelia and is like, mommy. And then Chiho, who's also there, is just like, what the fuck? Because Chiho really likes Mao. Oh, Love they, triangle. Are they romantic-ish now? Uh, no. No. But He's still it's... focused on McDonald's, Zach. If once you're in McDonald's. Mc... Sorry, please. once you're in McDonald's, <laughs> you have no time for romance. <laughs> Trust me. Damn. No hooking up in the in the bun room. One <laughs> <The bun> room. <laughs> There's so many buns, dude. We have to have a room for all these buns, man. <laughs> no, I like to hook up in the ketchup rooms. <laughs> Sorry. Well, and if if you're in a rush, you can catch up at least. But do not have sex in the mustard room because <laughs> you must 
Turd. Okay, sorry. Gross. I didn't even want to finish that joke, guys. Yeah, yeah, but that's not a click click. That's staying in. Yeah, I'm uh, the editor. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> they all lose their minds and decide to take care of it. Uh, not believing it's one of theirs because it's got a demonic name. Uh, its name is Alice Ramos. The apple? Yeah, the girl. It's the girl. The apple. Alice Ramos. Alice Ramos. We can just call her Alice. Alice and Apple Lane. I was about to say that for some reason. <laughs> Why do we have the same stupid mind? <laughs> that would have been a way better book. Instead of the Queen of Hearts, it's the Granny Smith. Oh. You know? <laughs> yeah. The Royal Gala will see you now. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Y'all are talking about Alice in Wonderland, Apple, because her name's Alice. I should have called her Ramos. The, the devil has a stepdaughter now. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, Chio comes over after a few days, bringing some necessities for Alice. Alice starts begging Chio to go see Mao at work. So uh, her and Susano, which was the next door neighbor girl, uh, walk to McDonald's, uh, where uh, the manager mistakes uh, Mao's child uh, as like Chio's and hers. Which I don't understand, because, like, she's been working there. I think you would notice if she got pregnant with a child. Also, you've worked for me for two years, and the child seems to be about four or five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how old is the kid? I was going to ask that. I, she a, to- a toddler age. Toddler, like, okay. Oh. Maybe two or three. I don't fucking know. Ah, I don't three and a half. Say. Uh, it's, a, ah. it's a magical child, apple child. I don't know. It could be two weeks. <laughs> I don't fucking know. So the manager's like, okay, you need to go take care of your family business, like have an early day. The group of them go to uh, an amusement park. It's really cute that it's it's Emmy, Mao, and um, Alice, and they're like having a family day. I don't know. It's just them at an amusement park. Nothing really crazy happens. <laughs> they buy a hat. Uh-huh. It's a round star hat. Stars are pointy. Yeah, stars aren't round. What do you mean? It's it's a round, it's a round hat with a yellow bow side. Wait, is it yellow or is it is it yellow apple colored? <laughs> no, it's like a straw hat. Oh, that's what I, that's that's what I was trying to say. It was not star straw. It's a round <laughs> straw hat with a yellow bow size for about a five year old. Brody's dyslexia coming out. <laughs> they get balloons. They watch a Power Rangers live action play. Like real legit Power Rangers? No, they change the names and everything, but it's very clearly Power Rangers. <laughs> go, go. Uh, go, go, Power Rangers. I don't know why you're having a hard time with Power Rangers. I was trying to come up with a knockoff name for Power oh. Rangers, but oh. I couldn't think of a synonym for power for some uh, reason. Hydra Warriors. <laughs> they, they watch the Power Rangers live action play. Alice starts freaking out, and there's like this purple, um, like. Power Ranger. Diamond <laughs> oh. <laughs> shows up on her forehead, and uh, she starts freaking out. So um, Emmy takes her outside of the venue, and this woman with white hair walks over to her, mm. and she's like, you know, protect this little girl. Others have noticed her. And then Emmy's like, who the frig are you? And she's gone. I'm the head diamond thief of Tokyo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get the diamond out of her head. (laughs) One way or the other. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
the head diamond thief has multiple levels to it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Because they're the chief of the, like the top of the diamond thieves, but they're also exactly the top of the head stealing, diamond. <laughs> they're also stealing diamonds from heads. Yeah, I think it's just her first pimple. That's fine. Yeah, at age three or four. Well, her first pimple. She's a she's an apple baby. You yelled at me a second ago for this. She, you're not wrong. <laughs> she can be um, anything. <laughs> Mao says some backstory. Blah blah blah. He talks about <laughs> when he was a kid and almost died, and an angel came and saved him and told him to take care of this tree and protect it. He found out Alice might be a reincarnation of said tree. Uh. Once getting home, the angel Gabriel's there and has uh, and has Lucifer and Susan knows pizza, and he's got them at sword point. He's also got some angel henchmen. This is the first time we've seen Gabriel, just so you guys know. He's like, he's voiced as if he's a surfer dude and just like chillax the entire time. <laughs> Isn't Gabriel like an archangel in the Bible? Why would, why would God give angels electricity powers? Does he have electricity powers? <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? So what, why would he make archangels? Oh, ah, no, yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. Sorry. Our, Sorry. our pure confusion will be the same as our audience sex. <laughs> <laughs> he, he asks them to give him Alice. And they're like, oh, why do you want Alice? And he's like, that's none of your concern. And Alice starts crying and being like, I don't want to go with you guys. I want to stay with mom and dad. <laughs> and so Mal's like, okay, uh, so we're not going to give you Alice. And Gabriel's like, well, I'm just going to kill you, I guess. And goes to kill him. And then Chio runs in and is like, stop. <sighs> and basically calls him a meanie and begs him to take, uh, not take Alice and starts to cry, which makes him super uncomfortable. And uh, he just leaves. Wow. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like she jumps in front of the sword and gets stabbed, but she just makes him uncomfortable by crying so hard. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I don't know how to deal with these type of emotions. Bye. <laughs> Boy. You that, kids? If you're ever getting robbed at gunpoint, just break down and start crying and the thief will I, just walk away. <laughs> yeah. You got to get the snot just pouring out your nose to like. Yeah. Like so if they take the money, the- it'll be caked in it. <laughs> I, I think more than anything, it was showing that this guy like got some tossed masculinity vibes because he can't deal with a girl crying in front of him even though he was sent by god to do this his bidding yeah we're talking about toxic masculinity <laughs> god bro come on watch out you might get smited bro <laughs> that's my dream hey that's why he made archangels because <laughs> they do uh, the smiting archangels have no effect on ground angels He's been playing too much Pokemon, guys. <laughs> His mind, as soon as he hears lightning, he's just like, oh, shoot, ground? No. He didn't even hear work. lightning. He heard arc. <laughs> and smite. It's, it all connects to lightning, Brody. Come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, Mao decides that he's going to protect this kid, so he asks Emmy to stay with them for a bit, which Alice is super excited about because both mom and dad are there. The roommates are cool with this? Yeah, yeah, they are, like, everyone just sleeps <laughs> on the ground in that apartment, so, like, that Lucifer, I think, sleeps in the closet. Standing up like a psycho? <laughs> no, she has, like, a little mat in the closet. I, <laughs> I am just getting my coat, man, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, brushes past his face as they reach for the coat. <laughs> oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> 
so they fall asleep to Mao, Mao telling a story and then wake up to Gabriel just chilling in their bedroom. Uh, Gabriel's a freaking freak, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we find out that the Holy Sword is another piece of the tree and Mao is on his hands and knees begging to let Alice stay when the angel starts force choking him. And Alice steps in the way and that shard on her head starts glowing again. <laughs> and Sorry, she looks- <laughs> Did you say shard? I said shard. Okay. Okay. Uh, Man, Alice- shard okay. on her head just- <laughs> She's a small child. Mao is on his hands and knees blah, 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 blah. She gets, he's getting force choke Alice steps in with the moon piece on her head starts <laughs> oh. glowing and she looks pissed she starts going super saiyan her hair starts flowing and she punches the guy through their like living room wall and into like another city Amelia wakes up and go, starts going after him and there's that flying fight scene while Susano grabs Mao and th- throws him via pants directly at an- the angel and um, Emmy. Like grabs him by the pants? Yeah, just like grabs like the back of his pants and kind of just tosses. Like Mario does to Bowser in Mario 64. Oh. I know Bowser's not wearing pants, but that kind of vibe, right? So long, gay Mao. <laughs> <laughs> Mao catches up to them and Gabriel is about to kill Mao when Alice steps in front of Gabriel and gets hit and starts to go all shiny and tells him she'll be back and disappears. Wait, who disappears? Gabriel? Alice. Alice. <gasps> no. In the battle, Emmy's sword broke, and after Alice disappears, Emmy's sword somehow comes back together. Uh, and once that happens, she's able to beat Gabriel. So the McRonalds is shutting down for two weeks because they have renovations going on. Mount's super depressed because work is everything to him. Uh, when heading home, the girls next door are packing up, and he's like, why are you guys packing up? And they're like, there's renovations happening in the house. Alice blew a hole through the wall. Yeah. They're like, it's, it's going to be two weeks. And he's like, oh, no, what am I going to do? We have no house and no money. And the the guys he live with uh, depend on his McRonald's paychecks. So they're <laughs> all freaking out. Anyways, there's a package left. By the landlady that was there for two weeks and they were all just scared to open it. Uh, Amelia comes in and rips it open and it's a VHS tape. And all of them are like, we don't have a VHS player. We don't even have a TV. And she was like, oh, I've got a VHS player at my house. So the group of them all head over to Chio's. And uh, the mom's really excited to meet Mao. And she's like, oh, you seem so great. I understand why, you know, uh, Chio said such nice things about you. (laughs) It was like, be cool, mom. We talked about this. (laughs) That's why she's got your name all over her journal and stuff. Like, she dreams about you constantly. I can hear her moaning your name late at night. (laughs) Mom! (laughs) Mom! Why would you say that? (laughs) On the tape, the landlady asks her to look at uh, look after like a restaurant uh, that they have on the beach side, and this solves all their problems. Beach episode. We all love beach episodes here. <laughs> Ten thousand yen a day has him hyped to go help. So all of them go to the beach side. Um, they go on an old school train. 
They get to the restaurant and it's a mess. So Mao's like, okay. And he goes all McRonald's up in this bitch. Let me use my McRonald's expertise. <laughs> basically. This place up. Basically. <laughs> We're going to franchise. <laughs> no. We're going to deep fry everything. <laughs> We're going to slowly phase out this really weird mascot we have. <laughs> yeah. The creepy clown who just smiles and says nothing. Let's get rid of him. Wait, and what should our slogan be? I'm I'm liking it. No, 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 that's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> but let's make a big purple mascot that nobody knows really what he is. <laughs> this one just steals your fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are brothers, but guess what? The french fries? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Was Mayor McCheese from McDonald's? Where do you think Mayor McCheese would be <laughs> from, Zach? I don't know. Sonic. <laughs> After finishing up making the place look nice, as good as new, they notice weird lights on the beach, followed by a lot of fog. The woman head to a hotel and the guys share a shack. The guys are hanging out here a fog, uh, and hear a foghorn and notice something in the fog. Ooh, something big. They go to investigate and a cyclops falls to the ground, followed by a centaur de- demon-looking thing. Yo. They both speak demonic to each other, and the centaur gets sucked up by this weird tornado thing. A big black hawk. Mm. <laughs> a big, a big black With shards on its feathers. <laughs> comes, comes down to the ground wearing uh, this, like, black and gold robe that looks pretty dope. The group rushes him inside because he's all bloodied and hurt. A fight happened? The there's no fight that happened. There was like this tornado thing that just kept on coming down and like... And for some reason, there were like three mystical beasts in it. Yep. And one of them was a big black hawk. <laughs> I, I yes. said black hawk. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah, the bird... We're just going to call him the bird man. Uh, call him black hawk. Call, uh, call him black hawk. I, I need it. I need uh, you to do that his, for us. His name is Kamio, and he begs forgiveness because... He was the one left by the Demon King to, like, keep everyone safe. And then he turns into a small-sized version of himself, like a little black... A little black hawk. (laughs) (laughs) A little black bird. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, we need to get off the black hawk thing, okay? I need to to get it out of my system. Okay, go. (laughs) Like, a minute straight of Black Hawk. Okay, at least it's a little Black Hawk now because it's less believable. (laughs) Yes, that's true. All right, one more minute. Uh, We got 45 seconds. I just, I want to know if Black Hawk has any distance moves. Like, does he shoot? Can he he shoot? (laughs) (laughs) Does Black Hawk have a turtleneck or is he he Steve Jobs in this thing? Yeah. uh, Is he cut? Like you know, just a ripped black cock. How many veins? <laughs> wow, that black cock sure is veiny. Oh, yeah, soft too, though, because of the feathers. <laughs> I think our one minute's up. It feels like it is. I don't think it is, but yeah. they're trying to figure out why all the weird stuff's happening and they think Oba's behind it. Oba's still around. Yeah, he, he went he went to prison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're they're all excited because they have that dude with him. The boys 
go back the next day to work at the restaurant, and they are struggling. You know, boys, oh, what are we doing? Uh, so the girls come and save the day. They're like, oh, yo, cha 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 uh, Estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> and all the guys are like, whoa, yeah, we'll get another drink, Chiho. <laughs> <laughs> Once Emmy is introduced to Calmio, she threatens to traducken him Wait, who's Calmio? Times. You gotta call him by his, his yeah. Christian name. Once Emmy is introduced <laughs> to the small black hawk, she <laughs> threatens to turducken him several times. Ah, what does that mean? Uh, like stuff him inside of a turkey and a duck? Yeah. Nice. Uh, as they're all, all telling each other information, catching each other up, the landlady comes up and is like, hey, could I get some help from uh, you guys? And once she leaves, Calmio is like, um... That's the presence I felt. The, like the tornado things, that's her. I thought you were about to say, that's the president. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, holy shit. That's, that's the president. That's the president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, didn't you say that this chick, the, the landlord lady, knew more than she was letting on? Like last season you were saying that she, she this knew. This is a different landlady. It's a different landlady? This is a different landlady. There's this, more than one landlady in this th- show? Oh, this is, Guess what? They're at a different location. Well, yeah, I thought she just owned a different property. <laughs> I thought no, she I had think, a branching portfolio. I think there's just a relation between the two ladies. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. At some point, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, and I feel like it's kind of important. Okay. Alice is uh, Emmy's sword. A what? A what? She's the, the sword? I thought she was an apple. So when Emmy's sword broke, oh, she re- she became her her new she, sword. She rejoined another part of Igrasil. Uh, Vagisil, yes. The sword's a holy a holy part of the well, the tree, the tree that she the came from that I life. mentioned. Oh, it's Idrasil, Zach. Yes, when you'd smell not so fresh down there. So now, whenever <laughs> she's like sleepy, they just put her into sword form. Oh, oh, the kids with them already. Still, they know about this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a detail that you left. <laughs> I know. That's why I was waiting for you guys to get off the Blackhawk thing, so I could like make sure you guys are in the know. It's tough to get off. <laughs> hey, um, our minute's up, Zach. <laughs> you're done. Okay, let me ask you this. If you were listening in, how long would you think that's funny for? Um, so the little girl is existing in between sword form. And little girl form. And cool. the, but no apple. She doesn't ever turns back to no apple. Not from what I've seen. Okay. She's Land. not an apple anymore. But I think the apple is just to show that she's like a, a, a fruit a, a fruit of the tree, you know. Oh. Here's another thing I'm slightly worried about. Did I ever say why Gabriel was there? Like he wants no, he, the shirt. He, he didn't tell them. Yeah, but the first time when he's having pizza, he full on says Igrisil's like falling apart and he's trying to get the shards. So that's something else you should probably shove in there at some point. <laughs> <laughs> hey man it's all going in in the order that we're saying it (laughs) oh no i'm sorry anime fans (laughs) no the reason for things to happen (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty crucial yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) anyways um the group of them go off to some other area and then another portal opens up and they're like "Uh oh this looks bad the bird dude's like oh you need to grab that sword. And then 
Shiro's like, all right, I'm on my way to get it, starts running off, and then gets met with the new landlady, landlady two, not the one from season one. This is the one from season two. The one who owns the beach restaurant. And has tornado powers, maybe. Oh, Um, oh, she's the one behind it all. Oh, right, because Blackhawk recognized her as the president. Right. I'm understanding this story. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Uh, and she helps them uh, fight off the demons. Um, as uh, they get closer, that same foghorn blows yet again. Mao and she's the sword and unlocks all their demonic forms. Uh, Amelia, with the help of Alice, because she's a sword now, um, tries fending off the demons, and the demon keeps multiplying, but then she goes into frickin' uh, big Claymore version of her sword, because Alice can evolve like that, which I'm thinking about, and I don't think they have come up ever again in this season, which is super strange, because she literally, like, makes it, some anime fans are gonna understand this, makes it Bankai, and then is like... Actually, no. And then turns it back to sword form and then is never brought up again. <laughs> is there a reason stated that the demons are trying to kill them all? Yeah. Alba, before coming to the human realm, went to the demon realm and spread lies and shit. So they were all thinking that they're doing what the demon king wants. And then here comes flying in the demon king, demon king's right hand man, Lucifer. And he's just like, yo, guys, I'm here. Go tell everyone that I'm here. Uh, I'm good. I'm just starting to, like, rule this realm as well. So, like, go spread the word. We're good. That's just that's just Mao being like, I got it. Is Mao yeah. the demon king? Yeah, he's Satan. But, okay, it's very confusing because he's Satan and the devil and the demon king, but he's not Lucifer. <laughs> In this world, In, okay, Lucifer yeah. is a fallen angel. Right. Can we just call him Lucy from now on? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, why, why would that help anything? I th- maybe you're getting hang-ups with this whole Lucifer thing. But if we just oh, try okay. again, yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 group combines their power to shut out this portal, and then they fall into the water, and then go up to sh- the they float on to shore, and they're like, "Oh man, that was intense," or whatever. Mao reveals that he's got a piece of the tree and gives it to Emmy to show good faith. What does a piece of the tree look like? Because the other piece is a child who's also a sword. It's like the gem that is in her forehead size. Okay. So is the gem the piece of the tree or is she technically as a whole the piece of the tree? Yes. Whoa. Um, And (laughs) this gets stupid. This gets stupid. Okay. Okay. So they're all talking in front of the restaurant they've been working at for like what seems to be like a week. And uh, <laughs> they look back, and there's a bunch of ghosts in the water. They're like, what? Why are there so many ghosts? And the <laughs> landlady, too, is like, oh, like, my family's been here for generations. We keep, after this place, we keep, like, the ghosts happy and safe. And your guys' presence is thrown out of whack. You guys need to leave as soon as possible. And they're like, oh, we should probably leave then. And they look back at her, and she's gone. And so is the restaurant. <laughs> it was a ghost restaurant? Oh ghost restaurant. <laughs> so I think we know so- our ad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> ghost restaurant. <laughs> 
we we have all been living here this past week, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like renovated this uh, this restaurant. Yeah, I, I it, it up, was a yeah. ghost restaurant. Why not make it nice? Yeah, <laughs> it can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. No, I've tossed you many bottles of ketchup, and you've caught them, right? What the? <laughs> <laughs> we had sex in the bun room, right? <laughs> that was a real bun room. <laughs> oh man. You guys ready for a game? Yeah. I'm Are you ready. guys ready for a seasonal game? <laughs> yeah, I love the seasons. You know, yeah, we'll call it a holiday game just to oh. include everybody, okay? That's awesome. All right, it's time for. We haven't done this in a while. It's random character generations thrown into a scenario, and you have to convince me that you win out in the situation, okay? Okay. All right. Scenario one. You stare at each other, dead in the eyes, down on this frigid glacier in the southest of South Poles. You are the final two remaining in this tournament of champions held on this faithful Christmas Eve. This final fight has been a long time coming. Which holiday will come out on top? (laughs) So you guys are going to roll characters and they're all based on a holiday mascot and you're going to be fighting each other for the dominant holiday. Nice. So, pick a number from 1 to 10. I pick okay. whichever number is the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Do you actually want that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not how yeah, that's, that's not how this randomly yeah, works. It's, it's well, random. Uh, yeah. It's okay, random. okay, yeah. Three, then. I pick yeah, six. Yeah. All right, so that works. Uh, Zach, you are Valentine's Day, which means you are Cupid. Nice. And Brody, six, you are St. Patrick's Day, which is a leprechaun. But there is a reason you two are finalists. You've been studying each other with your keen eye and tons of prep time between the holidays. You've managed to pick up a useful power from another holiday that can give you an edge in battle. And I I wrote, it's a mash. It's a holiday mash. Ooh, nice. All right. It's a holiday mash. You didn't even do like a spooky, it's a mash. It's a midnight mash. I don't know. All right. (laughs) All right, so you guys are getting a power from another holiday. So Cupid and Leprechaun, you guys can do things that Cupid and a Leprechaun can do, but now you have something special. Pick another number from one to ten. Ten. Nine. All right. Uh, Brody, you have the Boxing Day Gloves, which is you can generate a giant boxing gloves out of thin air that punch for you and give you great deals. (laughs) They're just sentient floating gloves? Yeah. (laughs) Do they also hurt you or just give out good deals? Well, they punch and give good deals. It's Uh, Boxing Day. (laughs) True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, What'd you pick, Zach? Uh, Ten. Okay, yours is Palm Sunday. (laughs) What? Which is, you can read your palm to tell your immediate future. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's Palm Sunday. Can I get Ash Wednesday instead? <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? At least I can throw some ash in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a dumpy little baby with a shitty bow and the ability to stare at my hand. And see myself die. <laughs> at least you're not a fucking leprechaun. Look at these stubby legs. You don't have to fight me. You got gloves to do it for you. <laughs> well, so I, this is my problem is I'm going to be doing my leprechaun based heavily on the hit novel Artemis Fowl. <laughs> okay. Why is that a problem? Oh, it's a problem for Zach. So I am 
four years old. And I don't know how to use this widow bow. Jeez. <laughs> I think Cupids are pretty good at using their bows. <laughs> okay, so I'm excellent at using my bow. <laughs> oh. All right, fight nice. each other. What do you do? All right. Uh, my my first move is I'm going to throw down a time stop, which is the time manipulation tech that the uh, LEP Recon have. Uh, so uh, as that's going on, the rest of the crowd can't see what's going on inside this bubble. Um, I'm going to use uh, several of my uh, high-tech weapons to just stun and incapacitate him. Uh, as quickly as possible. I'm going to come in as the game lord, mm. and I'm going to say, I think Brody's cheating. <laughs> uh, it's, it's okay. You said Leprechaun. I told you straight up. Hey, this is the- I've never watched or heard or read Artemis Fowl. I thought mm. it would just be like a little lucky guy with a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> no, Artemis Fowl is super cool, and the, the Leprechauns uh, stands for Lower Element Police Recon Agents. All right, Brody. Well, I'm telling you that you're a little green guy. <laughs> hey. a pot of gold at the end of the hey. rainbow. Hey, God. Well, that hey. changes everything. God, Lord, God. Hey, yeah, it's yes. cool. You want him to be the special task force leprechaun? I saw all this coming, and I have <laughs> equal tech that's slightly better than all of his stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> we can't play this kind of game. Hey, Go within some. You're room. a cupid, though. What the, where the fuck did you yeah, get this? Yeah, cupid shit? stands for cool. Cool until P is delivered. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, I summon a pot of gold and I start chucking hunks of thick gold at his face. Ouch. Owie. That's not very lovely. <laughs> ha- have, one, have one of these. And I shoot a super heart arrow at him. Boom. It... I, 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 I pull out my boxing gloves and I box the arrow away. <laughs> and the arrow finds out that it saves 25% off at the l- local um, uh, Best Buy. Nice. Uh, that arrow is going to appreciate that, Brody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damn. I then, I then de-summon the gloves and start hucking more gold at you, saying, Eat this, you little fuck! <laughs> Hey, that wasn't really nice. And <laughs> I pull out 30 arrows and I launch them into the air like a storm of death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pull out my gloves and start penating all of them out doing the uh, 78 palm circle, whatever it's called, and hit them all away. But one hits me right in the butt and then I'm just staring directly in the eyes and it's like I saw the man for the first time and never really saw him before this but Cupid is looking fine and I think I'm in love ooh baby I love you Cupid (laughs) wait but at that moment at that moment guys What is that? It's the mortal enemy of both of you, Father Christmas, Chris Kringle, the Coca-Cola model himself, Santa Claus. He's flying in on his sleigh, but there's not a jolly look in his eyes. No, this is pure hatred. (laughs) So you guys have to team up to defeat the ultimate holiday, Santa Claus. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, you said, is there a crowd around us, or is it just me and him? It's on the rest of the fighting? holidays watching. So I'm gonna go around punching the rest of the holidays, giving them incredible savings, so that <laughs> when it comes to their seasons, people are just like buying so much shit, making Christmas seem less important in the long run. So. Uh. No, and Santa Claus pulls out a, a Christmas tree ornament and pulls a tab on it and throws it at you, and it's a grenade, and it's right at your feet. What are you going to do? I'm going to th- <laughs> throw the gloves to Cupid slow-mo, and I'm going to say, you know what to do, and then I jump on the ornaments. <laughs> oh, God. Saving, saving the... Um, <laughs> the love of your life. <laughs> no, Well, no, saving the other holidays uh, around me. And I look into the future and realize the grenade is a dud, but just that act of courage is enough to invigorate (laughs) me so much. (laughs) In Santa Claus, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have hired the cheap elves. (laughs) So with these sweet gloves, I give them my bow and arrow, and they start autonomously shooting arrows up at Santa as he circles this field. And then I, I attempt to fly up to his sleigh with my little wings, because I'm about to fondle his sack. <laughs> and now that I, I, it was a dud, so I didn't die, I realize this after a few seconds, and then start giving away massive amounts of gold <laughs> to the other uh, holidays. And I think as I'm doing this, Santa's getting weaker, his energy, like Yeah, I the would Christmas imagine. spirit is fading. Whilst all the little holidays get stronger and Santa is screaming at the scene down below, he doesn't notice a little Cupid hanging onto the back of his sleigh. And I reach into his sack and pull the pins off of like 17 grenade ornaments and I free fall to the ground. I would say you pull 17 pins and three of them go off, but that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) So he Russian roulettes with grenades, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, Santa Claus is nuts, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Santa Claus explodes in his sleigh and falls to the ground. And his suit is on fire, and he reaches towards you and says, How could you? And then he dies. <laughs> As all the other holidays are strong now, and Christmas is weak because Santa Claus is dead. Hey, guys, let's all agree right now. No milk and cookies, huh? Freeze Is it a bar? I thought it was a ghost restaurant. They have their liquor license. Spooks. <laughs> Spooks. Want to hit up Spooks later tonight, dude? Yeah, the girls at Spooks are legit. Get, gather around, boys and girls. I have a tale as old as time to tell you. Why are all our other camp counselors young and you're like 60? <laughs> I... <laughs> Because reasons, I'm the leader of the counselors, the head, the grand counselor, and the grand counselor. (laughs) Yes. Um. Anyways, let me tell you a tale as old as time about a beautiful place called Spooks. Spooks. Is this an autobiography? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, grand counselor. It was called Spooks before. (laughs) Yeah, it was always called Spooks. So what happened? What happened to Spooks, Grand Counselor? What happened? Well, 
<laughs> well, on a cold, windy day, one August morning, it was stabbed to death. The building. <laughs> the, the restaurant? Yes. Some masked man or woman, we still don't know, <laughs> came up behind the building with a sharp knife and started stabbing at the brick until it died. <laughs> oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> don't worry, boys and girls, don't worry. Once a year, I'm not Spooks worried. comes back. <laughs> I was pretty worried. <laughs> Spooks comes back to visit all of the patrons that it once knew and to find the killer that wronged him so long ago. You said there'd be s'mores. <laughs> yes, to your left, Jimmy. To your left. Oh, thanks, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> That's Beyonce. <laughs> Hey, Todd, let's go to get fucked up tonight, man. Any new places? Oh, yeah, yeah, Chad, I heard of this place. It only comes around one, one day a year, bro. Oh, no way. That's like super new, then. Uh, yeah, it's just today, I think. And it's pretty close by. You guys want to go? Oh, I heard about that one. It's not Equinox. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other one day a year uh. one. This one's called... Spooks? What's that? Don't tell me more. Oh, don't worry, boys and girls. I will tell you. Holy shit. The, the Grand Counselor's back. <laughs> it's I. Dozens of years later, boys. You don't remember? Spooks, it's come again to get you all. I don't think he's aged a day. What the fuck? What, what can I get from Spooks, Grand Counselor? <laughs> <laughs> you can get anything you could get elsewhere. It's just ghostly and doesn't really exist, but you won't know until it's gone. Does it taste that way too? It tastes bomb.com, my dude. Oh, nice. Does the food at least have spooky names or something, bro? Fuck no. This... Spooks is just looking for its killers. It wants your dining experience to be exquisite. Do you have dartboards? Fuck yeah, but they are ghosts. So my my little darts will go through the board? Nope, they'll hit the board, but once it's gone, it's gone forever. Until the next year, that is. Do you have pool tables? Yep. It, it, what, what are you guys not understanding? I'm, I'm, this is I'm, a freaking I'm bar just, made of ghosts. I guess I'm missing the appeal. We could go to Yeah, it just sounds like a bar. Any other bar. Like one... Fill me up. Okay, okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> one day a year. Yep. That's exclusive as frick, guys. <laughs> I'm letting you in on a little store, like a little, a little insider knowledge. Most of the things are just ghosts in there. But do I have to pay with like real money, or can I give you ghost money? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be Got completely em. honest, I'm I'm floating through doors left, right, and center, and it's rare that I get tipped. And I, a, a guy's got to eat. But you don't, because <laughs> you're a ghost. <laughs> Okay, but I've just told you that there's a, a place where ghosts can eat and drink. But it doesn't seem like they do it for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> to find its killer! Spooks got killed! Sounds like we're just gonna go have a good time. 
Anyway, go check it out now. <laughs> it's, it's a ghost restaurant. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> 1-800-GHOST. Call whatever. Uh, don't call the next day, because... It's probably not going to be there. So, yeah, you guys want to hit up this bar? See what it's all about? <laughs> yeah, that guy was super creepy, man. You should really keep your doors locked. <laughs> Dude, he came, he came through the wall. Oh, maybe we should not go out and save up to repair the wall then. No, like, he's, he's, he's through it, bro. He's a ghost. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't put that together. <laughs> no, no, it, it's, it's understandable, man. Um... Mao decides he wants a TV. <gasps> Are they back in their apartment? Is it renovated now? Yeah, it's, it's renovated. They're good to go. The wall's looking hella fine. Their taps are working a little bit better. Like, they come in, they're like, oh, this looks the exact same. And they're like, ah, but the taps run a little bit the better. The water pressure. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much better. So, apparently, there's a little child who came into the McDonald's act asking for what they call in the series a pokature is that a po- pokemon it's a pokemon um so he doesn't know anything about pokemon so he's like we need to get a tv so we can research that type of stuff and then the roommate tries to give him issues and he's like you can research these nuts <laughs> anyways while he's there he helps <laughs> a frustrated spanish-speaking customer who once leaving Seems like he may be an angel or something. Ooh, It seems like there's barely any humans in this world, and it's all, like, secret angels undercover. <laughs> all the people that are, like, main cast members. You don't, right. you don't yeah. see the like, drive-through. Like, I, I'm not mentioning the people walking by them. <laughs> Who aren't angels? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me more details on the people walking yeah. by, bro. So you there's, like, just... 23 people in this room. One's wearing a blue hat. It's got sprinkles on it. <laughs> Sprinkles. He's really bad at eating. (laughs) (laughs) He had a donut and it got all over his head. (laughs) While they're gone, Gabriel comes to talk to Lucifer, wanting to know why he left heaven. Lucifer tells him he left because he was bored. That's when Gabriel lets loose that Mao isn't the original Satan and Lucifer hung out with the OG. Well, that's some foreshadowing for maybe next season because it doesn't come Lucifer back used season. to know an, an, a worse Satan. Uh, uh, yeah, original or one. The OG is what he calls him. So where was Mao from? Is he the OG's son? Mao is a demon who gained power at some point. Again, not entirely sure. So is this show actually the f- the f- the fake devil as a part timer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second devil. The second devil is a stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, step devil? <laughs> Emmy finds out there's a war raging on in her realm uh, and finds out the white haired woman that she met at the fair is actually her mother, who is an angel. If you remember, Amelia is half angel, half human. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a Nephilim. She uses the shard that she got from Mao after their last after the go the ghost restaurant thing yeah. yeah 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 i get it and she uses it to find other shards of igris uh-huh. um while walking around she bumps into chio's mom who asks if she came to see chiho that's when we see chio in a hospital bed <gasps> she's got some kind of magic poisoning she's in a coma state oh. 
Uh, once the rest of the group finds out, they all come to the hospital. Susano does some quick calculations and realizes that it's quite possible that Shio's life energy has been transferred to magic energy. And then, bam, <laughs> the monitor smash in the hospital. They think it's the work of someone called the Watcher, a.k.a. Ragul. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good like sauce. a nice pasta. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. good sauce. And a similar thing could have happened at Chios. So they think that there is like residual magic energy that exploded out of her TV and affected her. The group decides to protect Chio by going on the offensive uh, and assume that one of the radio towers in Tokyo is where he is because he's blowing up. TVs. <laughs> That's his whole thing. It must yeah. be the radio. <laughs> As they leave, someone creeps into Chio's oh, room, man. a white-haired lady. G- she puts a ring with a purple stone on her finger. Mm-hmm. On her own finger? What? Did a lady just step into the hospital room and put a, fi- a ring on her own finger? No, on Chio's On Chio's. Finger. Is the white-haired lady that same lady as Amelia's mom? Hmm? Oh. Could be, could oh, be. Oh, but you only see her from the back, so you don't know. But it's pretty no, clear. It's, she's... It's, it's her mom. It's, okay. It's, <laughs> it's full-on her mom. Oh. Uh, Amelia is waiting at the one of the towers, and Gabriel shows up. She asks him what he uh, if he's after the shards, and he says, oh, I'm over that. I'm just doing what uh, the Ragul wants. Uh, Amelia's mom <laughs> is an angel, and she's half human, meaning that the human and angel's f- physiology are somewhat similar, and the angels don't want that getting out, because then people will think that angels aren't as crazy of things. Mm. Right, because they can make babies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, with humans, I don't know. He also tells her that her dad is still alive and on Earth, and for her that's a big deal, because that's why she hates uh, Mao so much, is because he killed her father. Uh. Um I am your father, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Chio awakes in the hospital to the white-haired lady, and uh, Susanoo and Lucifer are scoping out the towers when they feel a massive amount of energy come their way. And it's Chio flying in an orb of light. Because she got the cool purple ring. Yeah. 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 Chaos control. Plus her her health... (laughs) Forces, energy, magic force, or something. I don't know. Right. She's combining her magic poisoning <laughs> with this cool ring. And now she can orb fly. Love it. Anime. That's my type <laughs> of show. <laughs> Chio uses this light arrow to release magic into the air over where Mao and um, blonde-haired guy are. Uh, Satan and Shiro get their glow up and find uh, Ragul. Uh, and Ragul is actually the Mexican dude that he talked to at the TV place. So he's like, oh, it's you? There's a big fight. Chio shows up. <laughs> you were going to overcharge what me. What did you mean they get their glow up? Like they go they, and get a makeover real quick? <laughs> they, 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 say, they, they get their demonic forms. Oh, that's oh, right. They're transforming into big horse demon things. Yeah. Yeah. Big boys. Um, They have a fight is pretty cool uh they seem like it's like a back and forth who's gonna win and then shio shows up in her orb form again with like these light arrows that she's been shooting and the angels just piss off it seems whenever chio's around the angels are just like oh we're gonna leave now Hmm. oh foreshadowing or is it just Uh, like ah i don't want to deal with that human this is uh, between angels and demons yeah she's been poisoned with the magic but she wasn't poisoned with the magic earlier when he left the room when she was crying. She just annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like her. 
She quickly looks up in the sky and shoots out a few more of those arrows that spreads magic all over the city. And then the next scene is uh, Chio and Satan are, or Mal are hanging out in the hospital. And Mal's saying how he's happy she's okay. And she starts talking. And as time goes on, she talks about having new memories. Memories of a small demon boy watching over her. Memories of Mao. She like has a partial possession with the tree now. And the tree... Shirts. Yeah, I don't fucking know. That's where it ends. She's possessed by a tree? By She's the possessed Idrisil? by Idrisil, yeah. Oh, okay. She's part tree. Oh, oh, no. She's part tree. Oh, my God. She she got grooted. <laughs> the apple girl is a time traveler and was Chio's daughter the whole time. Oh my God. She, but she, the apple girl's now a sword girl. The okay. apple girl is a sword. It, Zach, it was, get it straight. It for, the apple girl's a sword, okay? Wasn't, she wasn't always. She wasn't the always. Amount of, <laughs> the amount of McRonald's stuff in this or any fast food or part-time work is very little. You, you say you can say he's yeah. not really a part timer at this point. I think he's more of a like the devil as a stepfather. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like learning that his roommate slept in the closet standing up. It was really cool. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> stand up. <laughs> I explicitly said he didn't. I guess we'll never know. Uh, anyone want to do a recap? Zach, recap it. Oh shit. I did the early recap. You do the All right. weird you're right, you're right. version of a late recap. <laughs> so we got this guy and he loves working at Meg Ronald's. And one day Already better. an apple shows up on his doorstep. It's like, hey, <laughs> that's a cool looking apple. And then the apple goes, surprise, I'm a girl. <laughs> He's like, oh, all right. I guess uh, I'm your dad now. And she's like, yep. And there's a white haired <laughs> girl that is the mom. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's fair. Yeah. So, and then there's uh, renovations happening at the McDonald's. (laughs) So they go to the beach and there's a second landlady (laughs) who says, you can work in my abandoned shack and it's good money apparently. So they do that. And there's also (laughs) tornadoes on the beach with black cocks. You didn't even you didn't even try to make it sound like Black Hawk. <laughs> Once they get their last paycheck, they all turn around and it's like, whoa, it's not even there anymore. <laughs> so then they head back to Japan. I think they were in Japan. There's no <laughs> beaches in Japan. <laughs> and they the they get back and Ch- Ch- Chio has gotten AIDS. So they go to <laughs> <laughs> Magic AIDS. Zach's twisted version of a story retelling just gets me. So they commit themselves to finding a cure. They all leave. And then the one that infected her comes in and gives her the cure in the form of a ring. And then they're off having some psycho battle with Gabriel and Adam and Eve. And Noah's there too. And they've turned back into their demon forms. But then Chio floats up in a Pokeball and says, Stop, please. And I think they do. Close enough. Anyways. <laughs> Wait, they, there was a big plot about the tree of life dying and shards falling off of it that the angels were trying to collect and, and put it back together. Oh, and the little yeah. girl, who's now a sword, was and? one of those shards. I, wait, 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 wait. Zach did a beautiful job. 
I think we hit all the points. Okay. Yeah, but I, he completely missed I, the tree. I, I, miss, I missed the tree. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sorry. But he didn't miss the little girl. And he didn't miss the black hawk. So. <laughs> yeah, he sure didn't. He sure didn't. They are hard to miss. Um, yeah. Well, uh, thank you. That was a beautiful recap. And hey. thank you for listening. Thank you. You're welcome. No, I'm I'm thanking I'm no, thanking no, the audience. Thank right you. Now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> did, did you guys like that? I did. I, I've always wanted you to come back to this one. I wish there was a little more McDonald's related stuff in this season because <laughs> I love yeah. that slice of life. But it seems like they're going for a bigger overarching plot here with the tree and the shards. He never rode his bike. Yeah, did he? I'm pretty sure Doolahan gets broken in the first Aww. season. Yeah, he does. He gets smashed. Aww. Yeah. Is there a third season? That's the second season. Just came out. Yeah. When's the third one coming? Are we going to come back to it? I don't know. 2023, maybe. Oh, okay. We'll come back to it in 2023. Everybody make a big stink when it comes out so we remember. Just let us know you're there. Let us know you're there. We're on Instagram. I sometimes post things on Twitter, but Twitter's going down the drain right now, so I'm kind of (sighs) distancing myself from Twitter. You can verify yourself, at least. Yeah. I don't really want (laughs) to. Instagram, yeah, follow us on Instagram. We just started a YouTube channel where all our little clips are going, and we're in the discussions of something else going on YouTube, but we don't know if that's going to happen or not, but keep your ears and eyes peeled for that. We're in a heated back and forth with the YouTube execs, and we're going to get on there. It's just a lot of red tape. (laughs) A lot of red tape. Make sure to share us. Share us on any of the podcasting services that anyone listens to. If anybody listens to a podcast that you know, tell them to listen to ours too. Send them to Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, Podbean, anywhere. We're everywhere. And we'll love you, no matter where. Share us to every single person in your yeah. life, except for that one. And you know which one I'm, I'm thinking of? I'm not even going to say Brody, it. we can't afford to keep the grandmas away anymore. Do you want grandmas to start dropping? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, big thank you to Good Kid for the uh, the letting us use their intros uh, and outro. Uh, give us uh, give, uh, uh, Good uh, the Kid. Big thanks to Good Kid for letting us use Down with the Kid for intro and Orbit for outro. Uh, love those songs. Love those boys. They're big famous boys now, so we're happy to use their music, and they're happy to have us. Yeah. <laughs> that guy with the suspenders fucking hot. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh Zach, what are you bringing to us next week? <laughs> Did we ever do this? I don't know why I well, asked. You're not allowed. I have lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all except for grandmas because you shouldn't be listening. You shouldn't be listening. Yo. Rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you all for listening, and remember, anime not be for grandmothers. Oh, you shit on the bed again. Who stabbed Spooks years ago, Zach? It was the bastard himself, Charles Entertainment Cheese.
The animatronic? No, the the mouse. No, the building. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much more. 